Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. Welcome back to the GG Over Easy podcast. Hi there, I'm Blue. This is Mr. Fruit. And we've got... Even Robbie V here today, too. What a guy. Thanks for joining us. Making- we decided to keep the guest. You guys seem to <laughs> like him. For hey. now. Trial basis. Trial basis. We'll see yeah. how we'll see so how around it goes. June. We're thinking a little soft launch <laughs> until around June. In- he's got intern uh, payments right now. Which is that he's... I don't know. You guys seem to like him, so we kept him around. Um, welcome to the podcast. Today we talk about a whole lot of video games once again. We talk about Helldivers. Uh, Rob, Fruit, and Joey played it a lot, and maybe they liked it, but maybe they didn't. I guess we'll find out. Uh, we talked about a lot of Super Bowl ads. Uh, has the Super Bowl kind of fallen off when it comes to the ads? Who knows? Uh, we talk about how absolutely terrifying AARP, how absolutely terrifying AI has gotten, and our Lord Savior Pedro Pascal. We talk about him a lot forecasting all that and more in addition to Q&A so if you guys want to listen to all that goofy stuff then stick around nah <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home it can be really hard to maintain it's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project 
in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the GG Over Easy podcast, episode 218. 17. Okay. Close Shot in the dark. That was pretty close. Uh, that was pretty back. close. We were just yeah. back last week. Yeah, I don't remember. If you if I couldn't remember the number when I was here every week, if you think one week back and I'm like, bro. Well, I thought one week because you knew what it was last week for sure. I thought you'd get lost as we kind of. No, it's funny. I just threw that out there. It's funny because as me and Rob have been handling everything, we've been getting really good at actually remembering for some reason. Yeah. Well, because like. Spoilers, my memory is as bad as it used to be. Doesn't help. As soon as I started like doing all the thumbnails and shit. I was like, I know what podcast, I know what episode this is. You would think that would have helped me too. No. Memory of a goldfish. Anyway, welcome back to today's episode where we're going to discuss whatever we talked about or said we're going to talk about in the intro because we we have point A, which is right now, and we have point B, which is the topics we're supposed to talk about, but we end up middling and finding the rest of the alphabet. So uh, will we get there? Who really knows? I sure don't. I sure do not. Mr. I do. I did. I did realize we forgot to talk about the Super Bowl last week. What are you doing back there? We we didn't I was have looking a, at you. We were talking, and you're like, we didn't have the Super Bowl to talk about last week because we recorded the podcast. Well, on I was Friday. just thinking of like what we were talking about. We record like, the podcast. We record the podcast nice. on Fridays, and the Super Bowl is two days after we recorded the podcast. Well, I well, I just realized we didn't do our Super Bowl predictions or anything that right. had to That's do fair. any correlation to Super Bowl. Um, I called it. I knew the Chiefs were going to win. I don't know who you thought you had winning it, Mister. That was a dark well, I knew, shadow script. Yeah, I don't even I know watch football. Big, big football had it all planned, so. It all happened the way I thought it would, which is to say, depressing, um, sad. Didn't want either of those teams to be there, but at the very least, I was like, whatever, get Brock Purdy and the Niners will win finally or something, just not the Chiefs. And of course, we got Dingus over here going, wait, if they score, if we score a touchdown on the first thing in overtime, we don't win? Oh, I didn't know that. Like, what? That's, that's pretty bad, man. If how I'm are you coach, in- I'm also like, shut the hell up. Like- yeah, how are you? In the Super Bowl, my dude. And you don't know the updated overtime rules. This is like the third season or something. Yeah, my I think you should check with the Harvard as well or something like that. I know he went to an Ivy League school. The, the one yeah. who's like, yeah, I had no idea, like, the well, overtime rules. Yeah, well, clearly it was one of those, like, a Harvard degree. It was one of those sports degrees, you know, he's on the team. I mean, this just shows how uh, he got, like, so many of our politicians. So many of our politicians probably don't know a lot of our... Uh, Updated overtime rulings uh, in the uh, political department. So, wow. Harvard-educated people probably. Uh, they're just nice like nice eh. connection there. I like that. So let's sidebar the sport part of the Super Bowl and talk about what you know. I would say forty to fifty percent of people watch the Super Bowl for Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Nice. Close. I um, watched for Taylor Swift. Well, I didn't watch for Taylor Swift, but like it was funny. Be like, ah! it was funny because um. <laughs> It's funny because I was like, I was like, am I a normie when it comes to sports? Like, yes. is that what I am? And I've accepted that I am, but like, I went, um, I was with my parents, and they fucking love watching this. And boomers do. 
And when I got there, my mom was like, oh, who's that? Who's that girl with the red hair? And I was like, that's really narrows it down, mom. She's like, who's that? Let me let me segue because I have the same thing. I went. I asked Claire. I said, "Who's Annie?" And she goes, "That's Ice Spice." Oh my God! Yes, you didn't know Icy Spice is. You didn't know Icy Spice. Well, so I was like, "Who's the Annie looking?" Who's Annie? That's insane. Well, I'm on the inverse. I'm on the inverse side of Normie, where my mom was like, "Oh, um, you love her." uh, she's got the she's got the afro. Um, nah. got the red hair. Um, she does the Starry commercials, and I was like, "Oh, Ice Spice." <laughs> and, my, and my mom is like, "Oh yeah, she's she's in Taylor Swift's booth." Oh, I thought you would like to know. And I was like, "Fuck, am I that normie now?" Like, I, my mom is like, "Oh, dude, Ice Spice is hanging out with Taylor Swift." She's like, "Blue, <laughs> Ice Spice, right there." That's what I was like. Claire was like drawing or something. I'm like, oh, baby, you missed this. Taylor Swift, hold on. Let me go back. <laughs> so no, I saw uh, it. But I will have to say, uh, okay, you remember like, let's say around like 2012, 2013, when people were like, oh, I don't watch the Super Bowl so two for years the ago. game. Okay. I watch it for the ads. I felt like since that became like a saying or like a lot of people's feelings about the Super Bowl, the commercials and everything have just. They've gotten like been awful. There's, 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 he did a nosedive. He did a nosedive. He did a nosedive. These dive. commercials suck. He did a nosedive. The only dive. cool one was Dunkin' Donuts. He started doing the Drake thing again where he just, but this time he did it for real, like, stick out. I, I hate these commercials. I don't know who are these ad agencies and their thinking or any, uh, awful. Like, they're trying to get like, I gotta say, they're trying to get like that, meta and it's like, you can't, like, to be meta. You have to like be funny in the first place, like bro, like that uh, JFK Jr. or RFK Jr. ad. I don't know if you guys saw that oh one. Oh my god, that had to be one of the most dystopian ads I've ever seen. Hundred percent. And Sydney goes like, "Like we're watching that," and I'm like, "No, I, I was literally watching it just like this," and I was like, "No way! Like, there's no way he could afford that. Like, no, no way." And then all of a sudden, it's like. Robert F. Like, I was like, no way. Like, this is like actually a real commercial. Now, do I like the little nostalgia feel to it? Like, I can't lie. Yeah, but you're a fucking freak, bruh. Like, I What's can't it, lie. Didn't like, didn't like JFK's like, um, so whatever on Twitter, like his like great, 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 whatever was like, yeah, this commercial's insane. Like, what? None of us, he ain't that old. None of I us. don't know if he's related to Kennedy in any sort of way or if he just well, has I'm the pretty same sure name. one of Kennedy's relatives was like, my 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 like grandfather great grand or whatever was like eh, this, is, he would have hated this or something. Yeah. I don't know. I, hey, oh. I might were sort citation needed, but I just know that dude's a freak. Uh, so that was like one of the oddest commercials. Okay, so let's talk about good commercials. Did you guys okay, like we'll talk about I got tagged so many freaking times over the oh. Michael Sarah V commercial, which was <laughs> probably did. the best commercial in my opinion. Yeah. That I one was that. great. That brought me back to like classic funny Super Bowl ads that like actually like, oh, you're playing on your brand name. You got the Michael Sarah. I didn't get paid for it. I'm sorry to tell you guys. The joke is that I'm not <laughs> Michael Sarah. Um, 
that was great. I, I thought that was probably my favorite one. Um, yeah, I think that's. I will say the most cringe one was the hotels.com one, because they're like, guys, this is so funny. Uh, that dude from Shit's Creek. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like th- that was like peak. It probably wasn't the worst commercial, but it was like this was like for me. It was like this is what corporate humor is, and this is why I don't really care for. I don't really watch the Super Bowl for the ads anymore, personally. But it's just like, yeah, it's so funny. Haha, ha, we're so funny. We're so cor- corporations are funny. We get you guys. And then they wink at the camera. It's like, okay, man. I don't know. It was okay. The CeraVe one was definitely my favorite one, though. It was funny. I like the Paramount. See, I would like Paramount the Paramount more if I had not seen it the day before type of thing. I also hate that company. Also, that now. also yeah, what's with this? Yeah. Releasing the commercials like a week ahead of time. I mean, that's like, not new. They've been doing that for a couple of years. Yeah, but like, I, know, I hate I it. Hate it. They, I was, yeah. I would have been, I would have been all on board with the with the Aubrey Plaza Mountain Dew commercial. But I was like, True. like if I if saw I had been it, blasted with it already. Yeah, if I had saw it like at the Super Bowl, I would have been like, oh, fuck yeah, Aubrey Plaza, fuck yeah, this fucks. But I was like, I had like I had that reaction like a week earlier. I was like, well, I mean, I don't well, see the, the advantage of being someone like me. Just somehow misses these things. I only saw the Paramount one, so everything else was new. Um, I liked the Paramount the first time I saw. It. I would have liked it more had like the surprise, yeah, for the the actual Super Bowl spot. Exactly. Um, what was there? There's I didn't like it. There's just like three spots of that random. I don't know much about them. Tubo or whatever. Tubi or apparently it's just like Chinese Amazon or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, that had, like they had three like two of those. Spots. Yeah, three. Yeah, good amount of money. Just pew. Appreciated. Uh, There's like three Jeff Goldblum because they were all a part of like the same family: hotels and apartments and hotels.com booking. Oh, yeah. the State Farm with Arnold Schwarzenegger was pretty good. I liked that one. Okay, oh, like that, that one. Yeah. Okay, see, same <laughs> deal. I would have stayed. I would have stand the fuck out of it if I didn't see it like three days earlier. Oh, okay, I hadn't seen that one. I, but I that one it. was that one was hilarious. If I if that if I saw that one the day of, I would have been like, that was the best one. That was I forgot about that one. That one was peak. That one was amazing. Neighbor. And then um, lest we not forget, although we didn't see much, it was more just hey, go online. The new Deadpool trailer. Oh. Oh, so good. Which is, let's see how many views it's had now, because I know in like the first day I had like 350 million or something. Alright, I'm gonna make a declaration, okay? Yeah. I think I've never been more excited for a Marvel movie, and I'm telling you, like, I'm more excited than like Infinity War and like There's Endgame. There's 21 with this million. Movie. 350 Indivisible million. Under God. 350 million, yeah. that, was, that was ambitious, man. That's what I thought. No, I saw a headline. No, I saw a thing news. where it, it broke like 20, the for a trailer in the first 24 hours it had broke uh, the most views for yeah. a trailer in 24 hours i think is what i wrote well, i saw i see it on well. youtube it is 21 million views. maybe well, it might it's... just be this one individual i don't know where all of them are oh it might they also might be counting x views oh that's true views. yeah i saw like 350 i hate that i just called it or something like that what's wrong with you i, I recently updated my twitter on my phone and now it's not the little bird anymore it's the x it's bad. <sighs> Disgusting. 
Y'all make me. But, but regardless, that trailer was so gas, and it feels yeah. like what what I want. Like that's kind of why I fell in love with Marvel movies. Like it's like that that level of humor that just catches me. But like because it's Deadpool, it's just turned up to eleven. And like yeah. I need. Like I need Marvel has like been spending so much time trying to get like a little edgier, like a little more, you know, a little more cutting edge, a little more, you know, they're trying to like up the stakes and it always just feels like really hollow. But like when I'm just like, I'm ready to watch Deadpool get like shredded up. I'm ready to watch Deadpool just start swearing at all this crazy shit. I'm ready to look at Wolverine, pick him up by his chest cavity by stabbing into him. Like, that's what I. That's what I need. Marvel movies. Marvel. Marvel needs to pick it up. Maybe Deadpool is it. I do appreciate the meta joke where it's like, "I'm here to save your cinematic universe." <laughs> Am I like and Marvel Jesus in, in some ways? Is. Um, yeah, trailer great. Interesting reading a whole bunch of like the theories people have. Um, but yeah, that he's going to. One of the theories is he's going to go to the X Men universe or whatever. Because apparently be so Deadpool's funny. not a part of the sacred timeline at all or whatever. So he's just whatever. So that's why there's the TVA. Yeah, because he's like um, an anomaly. Well, it's because and he's gonna go save the X-Men timeline, and assumedly that's how he brings them into the cinematic universe. Which would be awesome. Well, because it's true, it's like it's like the same like Madam Web, like Morbius. Like technically they are part of the MCU, but they're Sony's MCU. Imagine there's a joke in there. There's like they see a one secret timeline. Like here's Morbius. He's like, we we don't need that one. <laughs> well, well, like yeah. even Spider, like, we don't need to say that. Like, one. We can keep him there. Like people forget all the time. <laughs> Tom Holland, super like super. Tom Holland, Spider Man is like part of is you Sony's, just leaked the new casting. Sorry, bro. Uh, is Sony's <laughs> like that's Sony's movie. It's just Marvel is like, hey, like we'll get the we'll get we'll get a little oversight on it and be like, is this Pogger? So, yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, like, Marvel's more hands-off on, like, Sony's, like, we're making more recent Madden Web, and Marvel's, like, I don't know who, like. They have the rights, so it's, like, no, I mean. But, yeah, but, like, with, with Tom Holland, they're, like, all right, we gotta, like, we gotta make, yeah, like, like, we need him. Don't mess this up. Like, don't mess this up, don't fuck this up, Sony, so. But, I mean, I, I, I'm excited. Really excited. Um. They seem to change the title too, because I don't ever remember it being called Deadpool and Wolverine. I always just figured it was called just Deadpool Three, no? Or was it well, always? I mean, they've changed it like twice now, and they still have a theory that with like every reveal or trailer, they're gonna keep changing it God, yeah. until the last real reveal, which will be the actual title. Because yeah, they've changed it like two or three times now in different promotional materials. So who really knows? I don't know. Either way, it looks really fun. Comes out soon. I have high hopes. Very high um, hopes. Yeah, I agree. It's probably one of the most exciting movies I've been for the whole year. I am I excited thought. for one more, though. In, in fact, I think I might be more excited. And I think it comes Godzilla? out sooner. No. Dune 2. Oh, it comes out I in actually, two weeks now. Just a couple of days ago, went back to the theaters to see Dune 1 reissue. Even better than I remember. Bro, great. I totally had a great well, time. What I forgot is that Dune came out during like peak COVID, and like we didn't, I didn't get to see Dune in the theaters. So when I saw it was reissued, I was like, "Why'd they do that?" We all saw it, and then I went, "Wait a second, 
Hold up. Watched it on HBO because it came out like straight to HBO that day. I remember. And yep. saw it again in theaters. Seen, Banger. I haven't seen it in like two or three years. I need to go see it. Again. Yeah, me either. I hadn't seen it since it came out. And I remember I was like, I like this movie. And second one's coming out. And I was already planning on rewatching because I was like, oh, I need to rewatch it for the second one. And then I was like, wait, I can just go see it in theaters. Literally give me any decent excuse to go to the movie theater. Catch your boy there. So I'm like, bet. I got my cinnamon pretzel bites sitting in my chair. And of course, we watched it. So good. In fact, I might even, that's the thing is, I never rewatch movies. I rewatch it, banger. I might even rewatch it again before part two. I'm excited for part two. And apparently, there's going to be not really a part three, but a third one that covers the second book because part one and part two. Apparently, there's like six Dune books. I didn't know any of this. Uh, this first movie is the two parts, or the first book is two parts, and then he's apparently going to do second book is the third movie. Either way, as long as they keep the same energy, it will be uh, a little marred. Um, it's going to be hard to carry without Oscar Isaac's beautiful beard, but you know, whatever. Spoilers, uh, uh, what? What? He just shaved his beard. That's why I'm upset. Oh, I see. Yeah, that- it's way better with the beard. The movie looks awesome. I did see Zendaya at uh, one of the premieres yesterday looking like C-3PO looking ass. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what is this? Yeah. Why? I don't understand. Because, yeah. like, somebody made that. Is it supposed to be an ad for their, like, I just don't understand when people do that. Like, what is, is it just trying to get people's name in their mouth? Like, oh, my God, that was made by. Like, I just. I, I did see somebody where it was, like, Zendaya in fall, winter, 95, you know. So that 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 outfit had been made in 1995. Apparently, it was like some fashion company's like fall winter drop. Of course, it was. couldn't tell you anything more about it. I don't get it. That one's lost on me, Chief. Unlike the Chiefs uh, who didn't lose. Don't, don't get it either. Oh. I, did, I did forget the, what director said it about Dune Two, um, but they were basically saying whoever like the director of Dune is, but was basically saying it's like his Empire Strikes Back, essentially. I forgot who said um, that. But. Um, and I just forget how. I just love the uh, cinematic, uh, the or the cinematography. It's just such a good job. I, I I don't really I don't understand the hype behind Dune, but I do understand the hype behind whew, the shots ever has the desert looked more aesthetic ever have oh, i been saying, like man. i'm like this is I'll boring and how is it so beautiful if if boring then why pretty exactly yes 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 so, yes, so. yes go on blue get um in the last bit of movie news before we move on pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break we got the official casting of the Fantastic Ooh. Four. Marvel's Fantastic Four, it's finally happening. I asked Claire, she hadn't seen it yet. So I was like, hey, um, Fantastic Four casting just came out. Guess who they cast as Reed Richards, as Mr. Fantastic. She did not, she couldn't guess it, which I was surprised. And I was like, you, I know him. Okay, so like, does that help? Because <laughs> that usually helps. Still didn't get to him. Um, she was caught off. Granted, I think I'm pretty caught off too for Reed Richards. However, coming in at Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, we have the one, the only Husbando, Mr. Super Hot the recently. Peak, peak, peak Husbando. 
Pedro Pascal. Yes. Just like, I'm still trying to figure out where, where I see him as Mr. Fantastic, but just the fact that we get him in the MCU now. Is, is hype. And, then and, like, not just like, Pedro. and not just like a role. Like he's like one of the, like, especially with like multiverse and all that kind of stuff. Like Reed Richards is like a very important like character. Oh, hundred percent. One of the most important. I, I am still slightly heartbroken because John Krasinski. I agree. Would have been yeah. That so would have been cool. Good. I don't think he was interested though. Yeah, but the cameo that that filled me with a little bit of joy. Yeah, that's all enough. I needed, you know. And but like I can't say I'm mad at Pedro Pascal at all as Reed Richards. I mean, I th- you know I think Pedro can do it all. So uh, and plus, I mean, I actually really like the rest of the casting. Speaking of rest of the casting for Sue Storm. Peak. This is the best the casting in my Invisible Woman. Yeah. We have Vanessa Kirby for Johnny great, great Storm. Casting. Great AKA casting. The human, great AKA the casting. Human Torch. We have Joseph Quinn. And I didn't know how I felt about that, but then I thought about it and I was like, he could do it. That's the well, guy from Stranger Things, right? Yeah. The, yeah, I was going to say, I saw him and I was like, he seems familiar, but I can't remember what I saw him from. Yeah, he was. Uh, what was his? Oh, what is his name? Well, I just know he's saying the Chrissy wake up. I don't yeah. like this. Chrissy wake up. I listen to he's the master puppets thing. That yeah, what sick. the fudge is his name? Anyway, like long hair. He was like Metallica D and D nerd. Uh, and then, uh, Ben Grimm, aka the Thing. I don't know how to say this guy's last name is, or actually, is any of his name. Aban Masbachrock. Yeah, he's uh he's from the bear if uh and some other things. The bear and uh the romantic comedy with uh, Jennifer Lawrence that went up on Netflix not too long ago. Claire and I watched it recently, which is why I recognized him. I haven't seen the bear. Um yeah, all in all in all, a pretty interesting casting. I think it looks promising, the the casting itself. And I'm just sitting. I, I've just been brewing, stewing on the uh, Pedro's Reed Richards. I think it definitely see him. I'm interested to see though, like where they take him because, again, I see Mr. Fantastic definitely is more of like the awkward, definitely smart, but like sort of on the spectrum, kind of like awkward, nerdy. That's how I always came across. But we'll see where they go with him. Granted. Claire reminded me he can certainly play a nerd. If you've ever seen um, the, oh, I forget the title of the movie. He just did it with Nicolas Cage. Oh, the the weight of like, oh, the unbearable power, weight of unbearable like unbearable weight of massive yeah, talent or something. Yeah, I think that sounds right. Um, yeah, where he just played like a huge geek about um, Cage, Nicolas Cage. So I could see it, and that's just the thing is. Honestly, I could see him. At this point, he seems like a pretty... He's got range, you know? So I would trust it. He obviously needs to, like... As long as he's solid, everyone else doesn't have to be perfect. But being the head of the Fantastic Four... um, And people are... This might be a bit much, but people are already jumping, being like, he could be the new RDJ for Marvel. I'm like, all right, well... Okay, guys, let's... Let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Like, don't get me wrong. I think Pedro definitely the type of guy who could do it. But at the same time, like RDJ chill, chill, was chill. like 
RDJ. It wasn't like RDJ wasn't like it wasn't single just made the cinematic universe exist. Well, it wasn't just him. Like he was like, you know, there's never like a. It's like the phrase like, you know, you never have your first time again, right? Like he yeah. was like the original guy with a universe that worked, and you know, he was like the source of everything that came after. So if you hate superhero movies, you can blame RDJ. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's like, it's, it's yeah. RDJ, obviously Iron Man, like the fucking man, but the, you know, the context surrounding it, like you're never going to have, you know, you're not going to have that magic of Iron Man because you're not going to have that first ever again. At least not in this current universe, you know. So, it's not gonna. Is it, maybe Pedro puts out the, like the performance of a lifetime here, and like does that. But like it would have to be, it would have to be enough to like really, and like the I'm movie thinking, would have to be good to like really remind people of like why they fell in love with Marvel in the first place. I think what people are hoping is, and I guess what I'm hoping is, he does such a good job. The movie's so good, and his character's good enough that he can become a draw again oh, yeah. for Marvel movies because like right now we lost most of the big original cast. We like we don't really have any big names anymore where it's yeah. like, so I think that's part of it too, is like getting back people to get excited for about other projects or like, cause even if we sort of did like another Avengers right now, I'd be like, who's, sh who's showing up? Like who are the yeah. Miss Marvel the big draws? <laughs> well, well, I would say the biggest That'd draw. That'd be cool to see, but it's not a draw. Real, uh, Captain Marvel could have been a big draw, but I don't know. They just kind of like the they handled it weird after the fact of the first Miss Marvel, which which uh, or Captain Marvel, which I still really like. A lot of people can disagree with me, but the it way they bad. like the way they like pivoted it and like kind of like reduced her role and kind of like you know, step back. That definitely hurt her becoming like a bigger draw. But like our the biggest draws is hundred percent right. It's like it was like Chris Hemsworth. Ragnarok came out. That didn't really help. Um and then Chris Pratt, who don't get me wrong, popped off of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yahoo! But like Chris Pratt was never like you know, Star Lord was never at that same like level of importance in the MCU, nor as big of a draw as, you know, like Captain fucking America, Iron Man, um, Hawkeye, <laughs> right guys, Hawkeye, um, and, and we have Hulk, which honestly, like, I don't know what the fuck they're doing with him, he's just kind of sitting there, just, you know, they, they recently, or like, whatever, literally came out and said that, like, uh, the Hulk will never get a standalone movie. Yeah, no. Mar in an interview, Mark Ruff was like, I, yeah, I, I don't tell you guys. I also don't know if you guys saw the edit, it's like Hawkeye, but like someone edited it so where he always misses his arrow whenever he oh, shoots man. like in that big battle. It's so <laughs> funny. And then Scarlett uh, Johansson is a great draw. I mean, like, even though a lot of people didn't love uh Black Widow, that movie did really, really well in COVID era for a COVID era movie. So it's like and the, and she's dead, so no one cares. They haven't built up Florence Pugh to be like the Scarlet Widow replacement. And Florence Pugh could be an insane draw, but like I don't know, they're like twiddling their thumbs trying to do too many things, and they, yeah, I I, I agree with Fruit. They don't really have a draw right now. I did see that. Um, 
the Fantastic Four movie comes out the same month as James Gunn's Superman movie. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm getting shades of Battleborn Overwatch. But what if they're both just sick? Like, don't it didn't get me, work out I really want James Gunn's DC to work. You know, like yeah, me too. I like the DC world more than I like the Marvel world. So I just um I don't know. It's just DC is like too. And DC's like been like been milked and like we didn't get a whole lot of good milk from DC and it just feels like it's like too raw. Yeah, but now we got a chocolate cow rolling in. You know what uh, I mean? Man, I don't know. I th- James Gunn, I think, could definitely do it. I mean, he did it with Suicide Squad. Obviously, he's the guy in charge of you know making Guardians of the Galaxy one of the best trail like probably the best superhero trilogy, but. I don't know, DC's like so tainted by just terrible real, management. Real quick, when you guys see Pedro Pascal, what's his first role you think of him as? Like, what do you see him? Like, you see you see Pedro Pascal, and I go, oh, that's the Viper. I always just the default Viper. to his Game of Thrones role. I always, because that's the first time I ever saw him. So it's kind of like the first kind of role I, I always like, I just think Mandalorian. I think currently it's Joel. Yeah. But I think it's literally just whatever the last thing I saw him in. Like the last thing I watched was. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I would say either that or if like overall it'd be that or Mando for me. Um, I've started watching a little bit of Narcos and I know he's in there, but I still haven't watched too much. My dad so. fucking I haven't watched the Narcos where loves he's in Narcos. My dad fucks so hard with Narcos. And when he heard Pedro is going to be Mandalorian, he was like, oh, that's going to be hype. And I was like, Dad, you huh. know who Pedro Pascal is? And he was like, yeah, Narcos. Oh, shit. My bad, Dad. Like, yeah. damn. Yeah. I was unfamiliar with your game. My bad. Um, Possibly a hinting at what they're planning to do with the future of MCU, though, with some of the casting rumors we've heard. Currently, I believe they're looking at Javier Bardem. That's how you say his last name. For the villain. I... Did you see who they... Is that No Country yeah. for Old Men? Mm-hmm. They know. are cashing him for Galactus, which is pretty big. I, he's a big, big baddie. I figured they were going to save him for, like, an Avengers thing. Well, I think they didn't have a choice. And they're like, hey, uh, they need this whole Kang thing They happening. need a villain. They spent so long building up Kang, doing it poorly, might I add, like and just now. and then like the Jonathan Major shit just like it was already like at the like going down a rock bottom. The Jonathan Major stuff just made sure it's like it's at the bottom of the ocean now. So they Look. desperately need like no bet who better than Doctor Fucking Doom. I don't think I was on the podcast when I when I talked about this. I just don't understand too why they're so set on Jonathan Majors. That's also what shot them in the foot is because. Think about it. Their whole like multiverse thing and all the different timelines. Yeah, every character we have seen has different variants where they always look different. Exactly. So why is Kang always the same in every single universe? It's so easy to just be like, oh yeah, that was this Kang in a couple universes. Here's his new Kang. That's different. They they were like so so set on just like what if they just retconned that uh, end of the Ant Man cinematic where like it's a coliseum of Kangs. Where should have been a whole bunch of kings, not just. It was like Jonathan, Jonathan Majors, Majors, and one Jonathan of them was like Majors, a reptile. Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. Yeah. 
I mean, but like you could have easily like if uh, what's his name, the guy who voiced Thanos, like you could have easily Josh found Brown. a pretty good, Josh Brolin. You could have easily found a pretty good, you know, in the, if the same circumstances happened, like you have Thanos who is already foreboding because you built him to be, you know, not of this earth like grand god, and Josh Brolin voices it. Like something happened with Josh Brolin, you'd still have. Thanos, you could still easily do a just as good Thanos. So I agree. the The focus on making Jonathan Majors like the big guy, such a weird choice when you have the you, anyone could be Kang. What? What are you doing? What are, What are the decisions? I mean, I can't well, really like Marvel's great at decision making when they f- did fucking Secret Invasion. Like so. The, <sighs> but what has also shown that they might be moving away from away from Kang. And I'm also interested to see if Deadpool retcons Kang. That I'm would be to see so if that's where dope. they kill it. I mean um, they might as well because they basically killed him being foreboding in Ant Man. Yeah. I have no idea what they're doing. So there was a rumor though, this one hasn't been confirmed. Uh because apparently they'll be waiting to do the casting until filming starts. But it's rumored that at the end of this movie, they're going to tease the next villain. Rob, could you guess who it is? Oh God. And like a Marvel. So they're teasing a, Um, they're teasing what I will think be the next Avenger level threat. Oh, Galactus. Galactus. No, 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 Galactus is the movie's threat. Oh, but they've already talked about, apparently it's leaked who they're, who they're teasing at the end which makes me think they're killing Kang. Another they're domestic like the- violence case? <laughs> oh, damn. Holy shit, Rob. Uh, <laughs> is it not that? Mom, no. What is, what's gotten into you, man? Like, what? <laughs> That's what the big baddie was ever, at that ever end, Ever since man. you slapped me out, man. I, I want know. you to know, Fruit, this is not like this isn't like you came back and Rob's like turned to eleven. Rob has been, been Rob has been on his bullshit for like the past I've ten podcasts. I, he has been unhinged. Uh, <laughs> I love that for you. The the big baddie in Marvel. I don't know. Uh, big big baddie. baddie. I don't know. Uh, she Hulk. Okay, no, think, think Fantastic Four. It's a big baddie. Ooh, fantastic! Okay, so fantastic. Well, I Silver somebody Surfer. Somebody would see Silver no. Surfer. I mean, it's just somebody I would see in that. Um, Rob, it rhymes with somebody in Hearthstone who would make five five Doombots. Oh, Pepper Potts. Doctor Doom. <laughs> Doctor Doom. Well, what I did see. Been- Wait, it's oh, what a lot of people have been saying. That's not that's fair. What they do. That's not fair. I, 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 I didn't think that was a valid answer because I said it earlier. I was like, "Who better than Doctor Doom?" They were gonna, I oh, thought Doctor Doom was gonna be teased at the end of Wolverine. Yeah, I was like Deadpool earlier. What I thought it was gonna be earlier. I was like, if they're gonna, gonna set up Fantastic Four. Earlier, I was like, well, if they're gonna set up a big bad. Like, who's better than Doctor Doom? Like, Doctor Doom is. Oh yeah. Doctor Doom well, yeah, boxes so. with Thanos and like beats his ass. So like, I but like I isn't Doctor Doom like. Mainly the Fantastic Four. You shut like, your fucking mouth. His villain. <laughs> you shut your fucking mouth. Doctor Doom. Is, what? Doctor Doom. Well, Doctor Doom is him. I, I don't that. know comics. I'm sure there's some comic out there. We're talking. Where it was like an Avengers level threat. We're talking. I, I'm. We're talking. Doctor Doom is like walking up to Thanos, and Thanos is like, 
I'm the god of and then Thanos just like and, and then like Doctor Doom just like phases in and like Hidden's rips his Chris Rock rips his spine out and is like, Yeah, you're a bitch, bro. Look, I'm a I'm a fan. You're a fan of MF Doom. You're not a fan of Doctor Doom. Oh true. <laughs> true. Right, there's a big difference. But, I'm a fan uh, of both. All right. So. I did see like in Wolverine, uh Deadpool when he's like Deadpool's laying on the ground. I guess there's a Secret Wars comic with Doctor Doom on the cover of it, like in the sand. Well, I think that's what they're they might hint at it and then apparently from the leaks and that's why they said they're not going to do casting until filming starts cuz it's going to be like the post-credit scene or whatever Marvel. But I'm assuming they leaked that too. Uh, to be like, okay, hey, look, this is where we're going. Just start building some hype. Yeah, be like, yeah, this because like if Kang just randomly gets deleted in, in like Wolverine and Deadpool, they're gonna be like, wait, what? I would. So they're I gonna would, be like, no, no, no. Yeah, whoops, but Doctor Doom. I would cream. I would cream if they made Doctor Doom the main main baddie of the. Like, who better than Doctor Doom? Right here. It's so right funny now. because this feels like the panic button. They're like, Kang's out. Yeah. Hit the Doctor Doom button. Bitch. Well, Doctor Doom is like, I don't know. For me, Doctor Doom was like one of those guys in like the same like vein as like Dark Side. Like, yeah, Doctor Doom was like, like, yeah, like the Fantastic Four third is plans a lot. But like when Doctor Doom got like the big, like, I'm going to do some universal, like fucked up shit. Like Doctor Doom could have some insanely gas storyline. So high quality, high quality. High quality he hates cooking. like the Fantastic Four, right? He's basically like the Joker to their like Batman. You know what I mean? He's like, the Doctor Doom of the Fantastic Four. Put some respect on that man's name. Yeah, I don't. I'm not familiar with his game. I just know he can rap. That's yeah, yeah. yeah I'm looking because I, I thought I saw like a, a casting rumor, but yeah, in, uh, they came out to say officially. Um, News came with a Valentine's Day announcement from Marvel Studios and Variety's coverage of the reveal noted how Victor Von Doom, aka Doctor Doom, has currently yet to be cast. Doctor Doom is like Doctor Doom is like Who the fuck in this, do you cast for that? Doctor Doom is like in the same vein as Thanos too, where it's like he has his reasons for doing what he does. And like at times you often feel like like I can understand where that dude's coming from. That like <laughs> that like I feel like they that's probably why they didn't do Doctor Doom so soon after I mean also they wanted the Fantastic Four rights, but yeah, I don't know. I think um like him he he's their best bet for sure. I mean you have like I mean you had like Apocalypse too, but like X-Men universe kinda already used that. I feel like Galactus is too soon, you know? Um Well but that's that's why I'm surprised that they're seemingly using Galactus for just this one off. That's what I'm surprised by. Galactus Team I don't up. know. Galactus is like that Galactus is like that too too cartoonishly too cartoonishly like cosmic to be like a main MC like in cinematic universe you know what I mean like there has to be like a level of like um reminds me of Eternals yeah where where suddenly these giant dudes are creating robots and earth is one giant robot or whatever what the fudge is happening it's like too cartoonishly cosmic to work right now but like having like a level of having something grounded like Kang you know that would work really well so yeah i mean dr doom man dr boom's like dr doom's like top top three easily marvel villains dare i say top three villains in my villain repertoire of the comic book but that just has me uh, wondering so like when when is this next avengers movie coming are they just like completely mixing this one it's gotta be like pushed 
And then if we're waiting for Doctor Doom, when is this? Like 2027? Because the Marvel movies, was it May 2025 or whatever? Uh, so then you got to start thinking they start setting that, all that up. Oh, my God. Who really knows? Who would but you guys cast as Doom real quick? First person that comes to your mind. Uh, if he wasn't already in the MCU, Oscar Isaac. I can see it. I just love Oscar Isaac. He's got range. And I feel like like the same way Josh Brolin, I did not. I was like Thanos. Just like, what? But then they, they went crazy with him. I love Oscar Isaac. And I think he could do something crazy with it. They won't do it. Though. I mean, he's already Moon Knight. Stick but. with me here. Okay. Now, I did look up Dr. Doom cast. And I think this is the nice one. I, it wouldn't have popped in my head on this, on, otherwise. But I think it's great. Uh. Uh, Nicola G. Coaster Waldo. Uh, Ooh. I probably butchered that really bad. Uh, he was Jamie uh, Lannister from Game yeah. of Thrones. He'd be a gas doctor. Oh, dude. yeah, that'd be cool. I'd like that. I feel like he would work as a good, like, opposite to uh, Pedro Pascal's Norman Reedus. Norman Re- what about Norman Reedus? Uh, oh my god, Reed Richards. Holy, put shit. some respect on Re- Reed bad. Richards, bro. My One bad. of the best antagonists my in bad. all of. Our protagonists in all of my comics. That's on universe. me. That's on me. That's on me. What about? I don't think he's in the MCU yet. Alexander Skarsgård. I'd like to see that. I feel like is that the it. is that it or whatever? Oh, that's that was uh that was that was. Oh um, no, that's his brother. That's his yeah. brother. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård. He was in uh Godzilla vs Kong. That dude. Did that true, guy, uh, he did not True Northman. Blood. Was it True Blood? He did True Blood. At True Blood. I'd like to see him. Yeah, he had his meat swinging yeah, around in that uh in that one movie. Right. Which That's was it. gas, but there was a gas final fight. But I was like, damn. Yeah, that the was scene the with his meat was gas or the fight scene was gas? <laughs> both. Why not? Yeah. They I'd be surprised. Is, I'd be surprised the meat was real in that fight, to be honest. So, I don't think it was. Those two. So, so we're currently <laughs> He's talking sorry. about he Mr. knows it was. He's like, thanks, man. Mr. Like, but, but, yo, viewers, Mr. Fruit, when I was like, I don't know if that meat was real. Like, that's, and Mr. Fruit just goes, um, no. maybe it was. So, <laughs> kind of sticking on the topic of movies. Um, yesterday, uh, we were introduced to a new AI uh, video shit. creating thing. I don't know how to. I took, well said. Took the, the words right out of their mouths. Um <laughs> Basic, and I hate the fucking name they use because now it'll forever be attached to this. Simple and clean. Yeah. Oh, I hate you. Uh, Sora is apparently this new AI um, Kingdom Hearts video looks creating crazy. software uh, that seems to almost, you know, take what you do with AI, which is like Shrek drinking a bottle of purple in front of a Ferrari uh, and dancing, you know? And then it makes the picture, and you go, "Oh my god, that's so funny!" Lol. What if it um, made a video? Yeah. A so, movie. did you guys and did you guys ever see what it looked like about a year ago, where it was Will Smith, Will Smith, eating yeah, spaghetti? The, who could forget? That is one of the most. I saw that, and I was like, "Oh, we're still." Wow, I was like, "Oh, we're good." Like these, look at these idiots. Like they can't, they can't <laughs> cook. And then yesterday they put out a video. I'll, I'll have it like in the thing. I'll have it playing. Uh, all the different sorts of examples. And it is like somebody put in the topic thing like uh, winter wonderland in Tokyo and 
Japanese petals are falling beneath and a drone camera follows our two characters behind them or something. And it looks insane. Like it looks until you inspect further. I saw that one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Until you really like dissect it. uh, But it, it's scary. Somebody talked about how like they showed it to their wife. Didn't give them any context. They're like, Oh, that looks pretty without any context. And like looking any deeper, they're just like, they're just like, yeah, that's, and, and somebody says, like, where do you think this is? And they're like, Japan. So it's like, it's doing enough of a job where it's like, they just look and they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, if you're not educated. First glance. Yeah, if you're not, if you don't know what to look for in AI, you could, like, for normies, it's like, they're just like, oh, cool. But that's the yeah, problem. I, when we get to the point where it's good enough. Yep. Do you have to look at everything now as if, like, is this AI? Because the thing is, like, Rob just pointed out, a year ago, we had Will Smith eat spaghetti. It's like, what the fudge is this? It was awful. And now, like, yeah, sure, like. Field. There's like some inconsistencies with this one and you can watch, but that's just how we've seen with like normal AI generated art and other generative art AI we've been seeing where this is as bad as it's going to get. Like it's only going to get better from here, which with all AI things and all tools is exciting and also terrifying of like how this could be used and supplemented with other things to help people or like the possibilities, but also how people are going to abuse this and think about like the, the, the next election, what 2028 oh. or whatever, when we have full blown AI stuff like this, Holy shit. where like you want to talk about fake news, it's going to be, it does it both sides. Anyone ever, you can, can well, spout whatever they want or pretend. One of my oh, favorite my tweets goodness. about it was, it was like, it was a quote retweet from uh, the, uh, the Sora thing. And someone quote retweeted basically having somebody like look at their phone, like all confused. And it's like me watching a crime. I know I never committed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wait a second. (laughs) They got me dead to rights. I don't know. It's like, I'll put different examples like on it while we're talking about it. Um, it it is really, really terrifying. Like it's, it's I I don't like for me personally, like I don't see that. And I go, wow. Exciting yeah, times. I see. Holy fuck! I, fuck, I, we're I fucked. Scary, and I can only imagine. You know, being in that industry where you know you are a a graphic designer, you are a you know somebody that edits movies in that sort of way as a cinematographer. I don't know what the fuck, but that is just terrifying, man. You know, like the, that is scary. It's well, it's scary because it ruins the integrity of art, and it's double scary because. Not quite scary yet, because when it comes to, like, extremely specific things, like, AI already does, like, very, like, general, like, oh, look, it's so pretty. But, like, you know, 10 years from now, when it's going to be, like, yeah, like, have this have this actor uh, doing this, uh, like, doing this in the desert with this shot, uh, there is foliage all around of cacti. And, and, like, you get, like, actual, like, you know, like when AI gets to the point where it gets like specific, where it gets, you do things like that you specifically need. It's going to get pretty, I don't know. It's going to get you goofy. Get, it, you it, guys think, oh, go ahead. I thought you were I, I was going to say, um, you know who will probably benefit from this in the short term? It's those, it's those, it's those city, uh, those city and, um, People like you know metro area like pedestrians walking around uh, cut shots like the the, the breakaways of, in like of like Love Island or fucking like Love Is Blind <laughs> yeah. or 
with like the stock free or with, yeah. the, with the yeah. with the royalty free music playing in the background yeah honestly they're gonna, they're the gonna people get... sweating most should be like you know like stock footage or something where it's like oh god uh, yeah. now they can just yeah. make whatever b-roll they want yeah um yeah b-roll and stock footage is gonna be that that's so true that's gonna be like one of the first things that really gets hit and it's so rash because as much as as much as people rag and like goof on like stock footage stock imagery stock anything like it's still like even that was still like a very human something yeah this sucks i mean i, I it's just scary because i know it's gonna get like say these ai things really take off and you see ai movies you know at this point we're pretty old and whatnot you would imagine like an actor would have like their rights signed to an AI place because that actor is not real and the AI owns that like well, entity, you know, well, that, the image and the look of that actor or whatever they created that. Well, that's why we're, you know, we're, we're starting to see some, you know, companies, some places like really start putting legislation and like limits on how AI works. I think it was, um, I forgot. What's the, what's the place that like, it's not a trademark, but like for inventors, when inventors uh, like do patent. something, a patent and so it was that company, uh, not that company, but like that organization that they actually put in place. Like you can't have an AI, um, make up an invention or idea for you, and then like you you can't trademark or like patent that. Like you have to when you show what you've invented or like show something you want to patent or trademark, you have to show that it's been human made. If there's like any AI, like if the idea at all was like AI developed, like you didn't have anything to do with it, like it's not a valid, uh, not a valid, you know, not a valid potential like patent or trademark. Stuff like that, exactly what we need. It sucks because like our government and most governments really need to start putting in place like limitations, especially like it's already so slow with shit like deep fakes, where it's like you can't like, if, if if you make a deep fake of like someone doing a crime or someone saying something that they didn't actually say, like with stuff that's like damaging, like that should count as, you know, so that should count as like finable. That should count as like jail time stuff. That's really damaging. But like, of course it's taking forever to do so, but pff, it's tough, man. And a lot of this stuff should be a lot of the stuff AI does is just straight up like ripoffs of already, of stuff that it got fed so that's already yeah, plagiarism stuff that already existed there's so many there's like there's so much there's so much that should be put in place for ai when it comes to plagiarism i don't know it just sucks you have like some people you have like a lot of like like uh like the animation team is into the spider-verse like they're using ai of their own work to help you know work yeah. on like rough draft stuff and like eventually like stuff that is like fine-tuned into the full movie like that's exactly that's what, what I find to be interesting. That's exactly like one artist can feed their own thing and then iterate on their own art or be like, Oh, do that. And then their own style. And they, it's a tool for them. But yeah, once you just pulling from everybody, yeah, once you yeah. Just from everyone and now, now it's no longer interesting. Now it's like, now I can't see remixes of my own shit to like putting new spins on it, giving me my <laughs> own idea. Like, you know, Ooh, my ideas are sick. Wait a minute. What if we throw it into the AI bot? Wait a minute. AI bot has something interesting. Let's elaborate on that. And now it's just, 
look at this cool shit I just stole from this random artist that I put into the AI bot. Um, I'm not going to jail for the incredible amount of, uh, I'm not getting fined. Uh, I'm not getting anything bad happening to me for stealing all this shit for, from artists. It sucks. It's crazy. It's scary. It's spooky. Now that it's going into video form. I think like what Christian said, what freaks me out the most is like, this is the worst Worst. it's going to be. Like it's only getting better. Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. Uh, switching, uh, kind of, you know, to a more positive, uh, thing. Uh, I feel like we're kind of spoiled right now in 2024 right now with gaming. Uh, we've gotten two games, I think right now, uh, that have, that have been some of my most fun gaming in a while. Uh, so we had power world obviously in January and February has brought us Helldivers 2. Um, we, I only have about, what do we play, four or five hours yesterday? Like five hours, yeah. Um, and I had a blast that whole five hours, man. It, it, it's a lot of fun. Um, I had no idea we played the first Helldivers eight years ago. Um, <laughs> and I was shocked to see what Helldivers 1 looked like. But once I saw it, it made sense. That we yeah, it's crazy that it. I can be like, not only did we play it, Robbie, here's the video. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> um, so I, I think it's a lot of fun. It, it uh, everything just seems to work. It has the perfect amount of, you know, seriousness, but like also a little bit troll. You know, you can have fun with your friends and whatnot, uh, which is what I love about it the most. What about you, uh, Christian? I think that's what, at, like, the absurdity of it is what I think keeps it entertaining. One, I just like the humor. It's to- like it's totally absurd. Definitely like Star Troopers. Super Troopers, um, very yeah. Or yeah, Super Troopers, super out there. What is Star Troopers? I don't even think. No, you're right. Super Troopers is like a police kind of. Oh, Star Starship Troopers, Starship. Troopers. Yeah, Starship. Starship. Troopers. Oh, I forgot the ship. Yeah, I combine both of them. Super Troopers. Is troopers. Dope. That's a. Gr- I mean, it's yeah. kind of the same. They are but wacky. Absurdity. Um, Freedom, democracy. <laughs> what are yeah. the missions? Is just like aggressively spread democracy. Um, and it's just super over the top that I like, that's just a really fun part for me. Um, and then I think it's that mixed with, um, everything that can just happen. Like the, the general mission structure is actually very samey. It's essentially like kill a horde, do a thing, kill a horde, do a thing, extract Wayne in a new planet, kill a horde, do a thing, kill a horde. And that sounds really boring, but once you throw in everything, uh, the, the possible team killing, the um, just mechanics of the game, the stratagems, uh, the different unlocks you can get. Like the interesting thing too is as you unlock stuff in the game, as you progress, you're not necessarily getting a better weapon. It's just a different weapon or like a, a thing that does something different. It's not just like straight progression. Oh, if you get to this thing, oh, it's just like you literally have a nuke. And the AR you started with is garbage. Everything kind of does different things. So it's like the, the co-op aspect, they did a really cool job with. We barely touched the surface on some of it. Like we just unlocked this um, recoilless rocket launcher where you can sit there, pew, fire this like huge uh, anti-tank shot. But if you have a friend, he can put the backpack on the armor with it. And then he can sit attached to you while you shoot it. And then as soon as you're done, he can immediately load into like the next one 
so you don't have to sit there and do a whole bunch of reloading. Um, the way all the stratagems work with the co-op stuff, um, it just works well together, and it's just fun. I think yeah. that's part of it. It's just like it's fun. Um, I don't know, like how long I'll play. Like, I do think eventually it'll be like okay, I had fun, but like I'm a little tired of it. I just don't know. Like, it's gonna take a while, and I think a lot of people are saying like it should have already gotten boring, boring, fun, but it's not. Well, and as I, long as I, they keep adding, like they've said, they'll add new races. The um, the war itself is dynamic. So, like Rob, that like robot Vietnam we landed on, yeah, apparently only came like two days ago because they have like an active war, and those were super Earth planets. But then, like the narrative was like these the robots had shown up and were trying to take back. So that whole region was them not, and now we're fighting to take back that well, while we're fighting I, off the bugs. I was just about to say, one of my favorite aspects of this game is how Helldivers 2 handles like their social media of the live game. Basically like what you said there, like the Onmatrons like attack those bases. They had like a news bulletin on their Twitter and it like broke this news like, hey, Animatrons launch a brazen attack on multiple well-populated planets. And it's like a news kind of thing. And it's basically telling you like what the update for today is going to be. And I just think that's like a really cool way to handle like a live service game and just kind of having fun with it and being like, hey, there's a news bulletin about like why the Onmatrons are attacking today. It just kind of gives that game almost like like life, almost like a heart. Uh, it's just really cool. A lot of fun. As long as they, I mean, they've already said and they've already increased hiring add more content and stuff. They already talked about doing like another faction at the very least for us to fight, um, add more stratagems, uh, encounters, all that sort of stuff. They got a head in their hands. I mean, it's for Sony. This is the first time they've simultaneously released something on PC as well as PlayStation. And I, I did would not say know it's, that. Yeah, I'd say it's Which, doing well for them. I have to say, if it was just on PS5, I don't think it would have done nearly as well because this is yeah. one of those goofy shooters that the ps5 crowd would have gotten but like this is the type of thing like internet you know chronically online crowd of gamers eats the fuck up just something so goofy so fun the team killing the the sheer amount of chaos it's just it's just fun and and like this is this is the perfect steam game especially for right now Especially for the people who didn't, like, get enthralled with the PAL world stuff. You know, they're not really, like, the monster-catching, like, survival-type player. You know, the person the person who wants something a little more, like, easy to jump into. Like, hell, like, okay, they missed the power world Easy train. to dive. Oh, <laughs> they they might have missed that hype train, but now they're on the Helldivers one, because Helldivers is a lot more accessible for that crowd. So, it's like, yeah. you know, we got, we, we have seen two games that's you know with smaller team just hit it out of the park so early on and i hope this is like like a pretty big lesson for so many of these triple a studios trying to make these live service games it's like you got to make a good game before you like ask for people's yeah. money because i'm all in on power world and i'm I haven't played hell divers yet i was so busy yesterday but like I'm sure I, like, I've I've been looking forward to Helldiver since I've seen it because I just loved how this really fun game that didn't take itself too like this really fun looking game that didn't take itself seriously like plus I'm a slut for third person shooter. 
Imperial slut. What's crazy yeah. is not only that, we also got Enshrouded, which was that too. Which did he? I forgot about that. Overshadowed by Power World, but that thing still still popped. I don't off. know. Really yeah, well. we've seen updated numbers, like, but even in the first week, a million units sold, which. Compared to Power World, every people are like, whoa, Power World sold 13 million. No, nothing sells like Power World. The yeah. whole reason Power World's insane is because, like, it's hitting numbers that don't happen. So, for an indie game, 30 bucks to come out, even just a week after Power World and still sell over a million, that is pretty insane. That game's been doing really well. Um, personally, the one on my radar the most right now, never played the first one. But from what I've seen, very interested to check out the second one. I think it comes towards the end of March, Dragon Dogmas 2. Oh, I don't know dude. if you guys have seen any of that stuff. It looks, it looks, it looks so I haven't seen sick. anything. Uh, we, we talked insane. about it a little bit on a podcast around the, it wasn't the state of play, it was the game board. Um, and I touched on it a little bit, but like Dragon's Dogma is just like that. It like touches like the same like that same sweet spot of like grotesque over the top just gaudy like ornate to an absurd degree and like the same level that like like berserk hits for people in the same level that like dragon ball hits for a lot of people it's just so over the top and ridiculous um but that's why people love it people were like oh, dude dragon's dogma like best 7 out of 10 game I've ever played because I remember the first one a lot of people were like <laughs> yeah. yeah this is a little bit of a mess but god damn is it fun um, that's cool I've just been watching a bunch of videos and interviews about like how this sequel is the one he like really wanted to finally make and it's like the realization of his vision but the world the combat like it's ma mainly immersion so there's like really no fast traveling unless you have like certain essence which you get very rarely but like they want you to be traveling you can like hitch wagon rides with things um go around the world there's like no the map is only as you discover it and then nothing on the map you like have to, like no markers or ui or whatever you just remember what you're doing a lot of the quest stuff you get is from hearing overhearing from things or you have these things called um oh, what are they called I can't remember they're a version of like companions um, where you create them and they're AI and they follow you around like a party. You can have four of them, I believe three of them or three of them follow you. I think you can create two of them and one is somebody you recruit that somebody else has made. And it's all uh, like generative AI learning, not like the new stuff. It, video games have had this forever. But it's just where like as they play more during the game and stuff, like the first time you fight a goblin, They'll have a tough time, but by the 10th goblin you fought, they've learned how to fight goblins and are better yeah. at fighting goblins or like griffins. Cool. They remember that knowledge. If you've done something similar to a quest or they were near an NPC when they were talking about a quest and you're doing That's something, cool. they can be like, hey, I remember so-and-so said this. We should check this out. Oh. Or if you get one that somebody else has made, they'll come into your party and if they've already done some of this stuff, they can share knowledge they remember from the other person playing and that kind of stuff. And then they all fight with you. So you're like running around with like a little party of adventurers. Um, combat looks interesting and all the different classes you can do. All in all, yeah. We'll see. I never played the first one. Um, but I'm definitely very interested in checking that out the second. So. 
Um, anything else we want to touch on before we uh, switch on over to some Q and A? Um, pull up today. I'm gonna say we're going to double check on all the things that we wrote down, and we're gonna make sure that we hit all of them. We've never sure done that did. before, and I just remembered I should look at that list. We did it. We hit everything we were going to talk about. Good job, everyone. Da, 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 da. <laughs> All right, Q&A time. Um, uh, Lumberlord. Oh, go ahead. Well, uh, I got a call yesterday. It's still not um, set in stone, but I think like June 18th might be my surgery date. Okay. Um, so I finally got a surgery. Uh, if nothing else happens and appointments go according to plan, that's like one of their in-house patient days, whatever hospitals. So yeah, it might be a uh, big old surgery date. So just heads up. Um, Lumberlord, if Pokemon's online interface had a nice polish and flashy animations in play, would you guys play it? Or is it the game itself just not something you're interested in playing regardless of UI? Uh, I'm assuming oh, you're talking the about TCG? Pokemon TCG. I love Pokemon TCG. Uh, yeah, me too. So, it's just, it, so it is just a it's... UI issue. Yeah, everything know. else aside from the game is garbage. I think for me, it's like, it's like I'm playing like a, like a 2000s, I don't know, flash action game. script, yeah. action script, but I don't know. It, it just feels very cheap and it just feels very like, I don't know. It's not really creative in like how they transfer the act of playing the T like a good, like a, a highly legible version. Or digital the, this feels very sterile it's it's so so sterile the way you get cards is like i feel like i'm playing like a cartoon network collecting game from like mid 2000s actually um, true. you Going get about the tab into the teen titans fighting game yeah yeah you so, get you like you scan qr codes from the packs to get cards which is like cool but like there's like the in-game there's no like actual like in-game store if you just want to play it digitally. There's no, and nor is there uh, a reason to play it outside of like, unless you really love Pokemon TCG, like, and even then, like, I don't know, it just doesn't recreate the magic that you play from the card game because it doesn't stand alone as its own game. Is my main issue is the Pokemon TCG simulator is all it really is and they sell it as like pokemon tcg live it's like it's literally just like a really cheap simulator from the biggest entertainment uh give them a break man they only have yeah uh it's just it doesn't stand, a bajillion my issue it doesn't stand alone as its own game it's literally it just uh, it's just not like i would like a game that is standalone in its own game has its own interface has its own store has its own reasons to play it as it's like hearthstone right like has its own quests i want a pokemon tcg game that works in tandem with pokemon tcg right now it's literally just yeah if you happen to have some fucking qr codes scan them and play online on this really cheap shitty simulator it's whatever it's it's whatever uh, unknown source with the next question it says, what is your favorite thing to collect? If anything, also, is there a PO box, uh, fans could send stuff to, I think Christian still has one. Yes. In the I description do. of every video, I think of his, it should I believe be so. Yeah. He postmarks or stuff in, like, toward us. Page. 
Postmark yeah, stuff. I guess I can start aimed, putting your post PO aimed box. Aimed for in. us. He'll 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 give it to us. He he did that uh, last two for. Um, yeah, just now you start sending a lot. I can't send out mail, so yeah. it'll be like the next time. Whenever we can, whenever we come, yeah. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I really collect are like these. These are like uh, artisan keycaps from like artists that I like. Let's see if we can get this to. Yeah, so that's really all I ever really like collect. I don't really collect things. I just think these keycaps are cool. Uh, and like the the ones on the top are like the specific ones I collect. Um, uh, yeah, artisan keycaps. That's about it. Uh, me, me and Fruit over here looking like, yeah, we're hoarders. No, I'm look. I think if I, Caps. you don't really Caps. collect anymore, do you? Like in terms of like collect. Really? I'm trying to think. I couldn't tell you the last thing I. Other Pokemon cards, collected. I guess. I did that occasionally with like so like mainly the last time I really collected that was Sun and Moon. Um, oh, I would like you guys to know that. Mr. Fruit is the, when Fruit was big on TCG, I saw his collection that's under his, that's like in his, um, living uh, room. his living room. Dear God. I, I just want to say player is a saint because I would not be able to organize a collection. as Well, see, she enjoys that. Like for me, I just get rid of the bulk. She yeah. loves the bulk yeah. and organizing the bulk. I'd be like, get, I need to pay unless it's, like, unless it's the toppers and the binder and like one of each essentially because like I'm, I don't play anymore or whatever like, what the fuck? Yay! I need to pay Claire to organize like my Yu-Gi-Oh cards and my and my Pokemon cards that would be that'd be satisfying that should just we should just make that her job I'll make her a business she'll fly out there's all there your is sort out your bulks well there's a whole <laughs> business for I'm sorry to get, to get like off the bean path there's a huge business for just uh like organizers uh, people who just like show up to like people's houses and like organize like their collections. And, I'd believe it. Yeah, but anyways, uh, I would hire somebody because I terrible. wouldn't want to do it. Do you yeah. not? So, yeah, I'd be like, thankfully I have Claire. So, so, so nothing. You don't really collect things, Mister Fruit. I well, that's just it. Like aside from that, I I don't really buy anything either. I buy the games I I play for videos. Board games? You collect board games? A food. I mean, like, we bought, like, a you board game last year. It, we, we buy board games as, like, oh, this looks fun to play, not, like, a match. Ooh, let's throw the... Yeah. Yeah, or, like... We don't have this like, Yeah, we really want... Yeah, it's literally just, like, that one looks fun to play, and then we played a couple times, and then it goes on the shelf. Um, yeah, I don't know. I buy food. That's what I collect. I enjoy buying. I do food. be I do be starting a nice uh, collection of protein bars and powders. That's right. my collection. Um, uh, if you saw my cabinet, you'd think I collect advanced GG, but they just send me way too much. Same. That must be nice. Well, they never send me the flavors I ask. But that's also <laughs> why they keep amassing, because I have like twenty of the flavors. I'm like, bro, that's so great, but like. Where's my lemonade? Where's my cherry lime, man? Like, I, I where's my dream team punch? You know what you, I'm saying? I mean, if you ask him, you're Mr. Fruit. I'm sure they would. No, I do. Oh, <laughs> damn. Yeah, and then they'll send me a package. Get to, and I'm like, get together, advance. thanks, but. Uh, I clicked. I'm. 
I was big on plushies, but I really had to slow it because I started getting away. I no longer do that. Uh, I I realized my issue when like it was like the it was like the like the three foot Dragapult plush that came out, <laughs> like a big ass Dragapult plush, and I, I was that giant Arcanine one. I, we don't even know what to do with it. It's just so big. I was rabid for that thing, and I was at some point I was like, I'm about to spend three hundred dollars on this Dragapult plush, and I realized <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with it's gonna sit in the corner. <laughs> like what what is wrong with me? So I don't do that anymore. Um, I was big on Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh, but I've slowed down on that as well because same deal. I don't have space for all these cards. And I haven't organized them. I I know what I need to do to organize them, but right now they're just kind of just sitting in my shelves. I don't. I don't want to like put the bulk in like a bulk. In, you know, I don't. I don't want to organize everything in a bulk container. Um. Yeah. Ironically, what I think helps me. Is that like my office has like no storage. That's and yeah. I already don't have room. So it's like Same. I think if I did have, you know, like those people have like the, the shelves all yeah, like with the, all the stuff. I think I'd probably yep. buy more things. But part of it's just like I don't where am I gonna put any of this? I'm with I think you on it's that. part of it. Yeah. And also I know myself that just like that, yeah. If I get going on something, I'm like, oh sheesh, I get the old yeah. dog. I'm like, oh. I, I'm spending way too that's much. That's how I feel yeah. like just about these little, these little things. They don't yeah. do anything but sit in a little click case, and nobody sees them but me. <laughs> and that's all that matters. The only thing I do definitely have a massive itch for, and still do, is like really sick figures. Um, but like not like any figurines. We're talking like really specific, like my favorite Pokemon. You're talking like good Godzilla minus one. I'm talking like that are coming out. I'm soon. talking like I just like a couple. A couple months ago, I just like dropped a really irresponsible like a hundred dollars on this Mega Pidgeot figurine. So gas. A good one to get. Get serotonin every time. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's at the end of it too. It's like that's the only thing that matters is for that person. Does it do something for them? Because just like that's that, true. like those keycaps. What's the point of collecting them if it's for somebody else? You know, and all it has to be is for or those. Yeah, I'm not flexing these anywhere. Blue, you had no idea. And I'm not <laughs> yeah. proud to say a couple years ago, um, I did spend like $300 on this super bougie blue eyes, white dragon and lights up and everything statue. you talking about that. With a sick time. ass base. He's coming out of the card. Like, like the base is like him and his card and it has like clouds and shit. Drop that. that drop. Cool. It's so fucking sick. Dropped it. It was worth it, but same deal. It's oh, it's so sick. Never mind. It was worth it. It was so <laughs> worth it. But I regret nothing. But I don't really do that a ton. Like, like something really specific has to come up, and I have to be like, that is sick. But that's about the only thing I collect now. Oh, that um, Funko Pop shit. If someone has like a wall of Funko Pops, that's a red flag. They're probably like a bad person. <laughs> do not trust Sorry, someone Eric. with a Funko Pop addiction. Uh, just flash, uh, just started playing animal crossing and any tips for anybody who has just started playing. Hope you guys have a great week. Yeah. Check on your, uh, what are they called? Villagers. Cause I haven't played in a minute. They're lonely. My villagers are wondering where the hell I'm at. I am gonna be honest. It's been so long. I don't remember basic gameplay loop. <laughs> I hardly, where the fuck have you, you been? dig some stuff up. Uh, any tips? Uh, not at all. Uh, 
the, here's my tip. The, the day ends, speed up your, your system. Clock. Speed up your day. So you don't have to wait up your day anymore. Yeah. You I, don't have to actually wait a whole day. I tried to get in. I mean, I played it and I was like, I kind of understood it. But then like we started getting into like radish stocks. And I was like, I'm out. Yeah. Like, I'm, out. Is, I'm out. I would. Uh, my one tip would be. Uh, if you care, unless you're just like, ooh, I like these villagers. If you want to get like the cool, the coolest rated villagers or whatever, see whoever's at your island and then look and be like, ooh, this one's cool. Uh, or even if you don't care about other people's opinions, I would just go and look at all the available ones you could get. Pick out your favorites and be like, ooh, I eventually want to get like that penguin dude or whatever. And then if he's not there, just treat villagers terribly or whatever until they want to leave. And then rotate them in until you get some builders you like. Um, we'll do the so last In other words, question. be a horrible neighbor. That's my tip. We'll do the last question here from Kara. Uh, it says, realistically, if you were given a year to prepare, what professional sport that you haven't played do you think you could do best in a match? Yeah, am I going up against a professional? Because if so, I, I don't think any of them. That's, that's an insane question. Because... I mean, like, if you had the money, you could probably do it. Like, you see, like, you know. But, like, even, like, the Conor McGregor's and stuff, like, they're already, like, fucking athletes. They're already, like, kings of their sports. So, like, going into another sport, they're already a unit. So they already have a head start because they're just... They've had years of build-up. It's a hypothetical. Well, we're thinking about a hypothetical, right? That's fair. I like, uh, Realistically, hypothetical. That's fair. Okay, fair, fair, fair. I like, uh, I think snowboarding. If you give me a whole year... To like you know I can, I already know how to move I already know how to do this and now I'm just going into like a mat and just flipping into the mat and learning my flips and whatnot and park and stuff uh, I think I could be a pretty decent snowboarder. Now would I win? No, but you know I just landed a McTwist that was tight. I I think if I've learned anything, um, it's that if I get the the right ticket i could do boxing if after youtubers have proven anything just get the right ticket get the right washed up boxer uh give me a year obviously this is hypothetical because i could never do it with my jaw i would literally never risk especially post-surgery anything if anything happened to my jaw again i would cry so that wouldn't happen hypothetically box give me a year and here's the best part all i need to do is like last the rounds right let's just go six yeah. rounds you just gotta try. You know, Maybe you gotta I'm not like getting you know a TKO. Right. But like if I last more than a round or two, that's a win in my book. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm gonna do. Let them gas them out. Maybe I'm fancy on my feet. I don't know. Also make sure I get like an actual matchup. A lot of the like creator matchups too, where they just do amateur versus amateur. It's like me at five nine and a half, one seventy versus five nine six, and a half three. is pretty generous. It's like, that's exact. Okay. The, the papers actually say five ten, but I'm being honest. Okay. Five, nine and a half. We're not um, five, nine. And then I matched up against like six, three, 220. Those are like some of the matchups where it's just like, all right, well, like this is, <laughs> he's over there. This is my reach, but he's able to get to me. And so like, what are we doing here? What's the point? I'm like the least athletic dude. So it's tough. Um, you know, I could. You, you could know, do like croquet. Powerlifting. No, powerlifting. Well, see, like, I already have a head start because, like, Cricket. I like doing, like, 
weight, like weight stuff. And I'm kind of already going to like some Olympic weightlifting classes. But that, but like the whole point is not that you're in. The whole point is like a sport that you, like a out of out of left field sport, right? So pickleball. You, what 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 are those um? Badminton. What are those um? Oh. I'm trying um, to help you. Frisbee. No, I, I know what it is. I'm getting lost now. Fuck. Um, I know what it, I was going to say. <laughs> Frisbee I was like, ball. No. It was. Uh, fuck. Um, it was the. What's that thing those people do where like they. 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 Um, Lap competition. I would. Actually, I might be okay with that. But no, it's. Um, it's those guys that like on ice and like they have like the little squeegees. Curling. The curling. Yes. I could. Uh, fuck. I bet that shit's easy as fuck. I could. I no could do shot. that curling shit. I would rather box than try and <laughs> I just want to be cold. I'd feel like I'd be so frustrated because I'm just like, just do what I want you to do, you stupid Well, look, I'm, thing. Just, I'm just being realistic. What could I actually do well with a That's year fair. prep? I could Wait, probably yeah, yeah. do some I'll curling. be the sweeper. You, you, you curl, but yeah, I'll just be the... I feel like more, give me a year more, I could be more, decent at that. More, 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 yeah, more, Rob, more, 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 more. My brother in Christ! <laughs> I'm sweeping. Yo. What about, I'm sweeping. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's you, audio. Christian sweeps and then I sweep. It's weird. <laughs> audio listeners. He was literally sweeping and then I went to sweep too. Audio listeners, I want You're you guys. You're lucky have an L desk. Otherwise, I would get up and. To yeah. be fair, my my sweeper would probably be a little smaller. So probably. Just <laughs> God. Audio listeners, I want you guys to know Rob has done something some phallic i'm on my shit something phallic for like the past four podcasts in a row with <laughs> something suggestive as fuck he's <laughs> dude i think we can make it five next this week. is like the. This no, is like i need jesus i think you this know, is without, like without it being cheap i think this is like the third podcast in a row we've like ended the podcast with rob doing something with like doing something subjective near his his meat area let's make it five let's <laughs> Yeah, well, like, it, it can't be cheap. It has to be, you know, something. The funniest you know. part, the funniest part is fruit is like deadpan, serious, like saying like what he could do. And then he yeah, looks over. over like, yeah, we'll curl. And, then, and like, then he, and then he looks over at Rob's and he's like, oh, man, what? <laughs> I'm sitting there Sweet. thinking about, I'm like literally curling and like, yeah. And then See, who wants and I look over here, here and he's like, yeah, I just freaking. Well, I'm holding it like where <laughs> yes, you would right. hold it. Yeah, I'm just. Whatever. Rob Whatever. uses two hands, ladies. Uh, well, uh, that'll do it for the GG Over Easy podcast, episode 217. I uh, appreciate you guys all watching and hanging out. Uh, big shouts out to all the Patreon stands supporting the podcast. Uh, you guys are the true backbone of it. We will catch you guys next week for some more uh, phallic jokes. Peace out. See. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. 
or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.